This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, June 16th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Back off on CCC, Vilsack told. Inflation politics and ag leaders head to the White House. Now here's a programming note. You can register today for a free webinar titled Farms Under Threat 2040, Choosing an Abundant Future. This AgriPulse webinar will discuss a new American Farmland Trust report which details food security threats from loss of U.S. farmland. AgriPulse founder and editor Sarah Wyatt will moderate the event on June 29th at noon Eastern Daylight Time. GLP appropriator threatens to restrict CCC. A key Republican lawmaker is firing a warning shot at the Biden administration over Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack's broad spending authority. Maryland Representative Andy Harris, the senior Republican on the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, said Vilsack is reportedly considering using the Commodity Credit Corporation to funnel money to schools if Republicans continue to block the extension of pandemic-related school meal funding provisions. My concern is that the USDA is using the CCC as a slush fund to circumvent congressional decisions and fund activities that have not been authorized. This is not the purpose of CCC authorities and funding, Harris said. He added he would be watching what Vilsack does and that it may be time to reconsider the CCC authority. Why it matters? Well, Republicans restricted Vilsack's use of the CCC after the 2010 midterm elections, but restored the authority to the Trump administration in time for the account to be used to compensate farmers for the impact of the trade war with China. By the way, the Appropriations Subcommittee advanced the fiscal 23 spending bill for USDA and FDA on a voice vote yesterday that despite GOP complaints that spending levels were too high. The bill is expected to be on the House floor in July. Lawmakers spar over inflation ahead of vote. House Democrats hope to show voters today that they're trying to do something about soaring food and fuel prices. The House votes on a package of bills called the Lower Food and Fuel Costs Act that would, among other things, allow the year-round sale of E-15 and promote the use of precision ag practices. Lawmakers, quote, have received hundreds of thousands of communications from Americans about inflation, about how it's affecting them, their families, and their inability to accommodate their food needs or fuel needs, said Representative Dean Phillips, a Minnesota Democrat, as he spoke with reporters. At an earlier press conference yesterday, Republicans talked up a rival bill they introduced to roll back a number of regulatory measures they say are hurting farmers and driving up the cost of inputs and energy. The provisions addressed issues ranging from the administration's rewrite of the Waters of the U.S. rule to a climate disclosure rule pending in the Securities and Exchange Commission. Representative Lisa McLean, a Republican of Michigan, acknowledged the GOP proposals would, quote, fall on deaf ears at the White House. Quote, why don't we work together on some common sense solutions since he's going to blame us anyway? We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak 
after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Ag leaders head to White House for OSRA signing ceremony. U.S. Ag is expected to be one of the sectors that gains the most from the Ocean Shipping Reform Act that passed by a wide margin in the House of Representatives this week. So leaders of some of the biggest ag groups will be at the White House signing ceremony today. And they include Kathy Byrne, CEO of the International Fresh Produce Association, Dave Puglia, President and CEO of Western Growers, Michael Dykes, President and CEO of the International Dairy Foods Association, and Jim Mulhern, President and CEO of the National Milk Producers Federation. This legislation empowers the Federal Maritime Commission to broadly regulate ocean shipping and ensure the timely delivery of perishable goods at all levels of the fresh produce supply chain. The International Fresh Produce Association said after the bill cleared Congress. NCGA to argue against duties on fertilizer imports at a hearing. The U.S. International Trade Commission is holding a hearing today as a part of the final phase of its investigation into fertilizer imports from Russia, Trinidad, and Tobago. The National Corn Growers Association will be arguing against U.S. duties on the costly input. Nebraska Corn Growers Association President Andy Jobman will tell the ITC that the urea ammonium nitrate costs had increased more than 300% year-over-year, even before the tariffs took effect. The Commerce Department issued a separate preliminary ruling in November and then in February that Russia and Trinidad and Tobago were unfairly subsidizing UAN exports as well as selling the UAN into the U.S. at below market prices. Lots of data, but too little advice on using it, panel hears. Data on U.S. farming practices is plentiful, but more resources are needed to transform it into on-farm climate-smart recommendations for growers. Witnesses told members of the House Agriculture Committee yesterday, significant quantities of relevant research are already in existence, but adoption of new conservation practices has been slow, Sylvie Browder past president of the Agronomy Society of America, told the committee, we urgently need new educational materials that accurately characterize on-farm benefits and a large new cohort of extension specialists and service providers, she said. GAO, more work needed to address algal blooms. EPA isn't doing enough to identify and curb harmful algal blooms in inland waters, that according to a report from the Government Accountability Office, the agency, quote, has taken limited actions to forecast inland freshwater events, the report says. 
In particular, officials from seven states told GAO that EPA needs to issue advisory thresholds for more than just two algal bloom toxins for which it has issued guidance. EPA and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration agree with the recommendations. Well, here's today's He Said It. Maybe I'm a prophet. I don't know. That Representative Glenn G.T. Thompson, the top Republican of the House Agriculture Committee, after he mistakenly referred to Representative David Rouser as the chairman of the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. Rouser, like Thompson, is the ranking member, not chairman, since Democrats control the House. Rouser quipped to Thompson, quote, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, June 16th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.